Hello and good evening and welcome to another episode of Religions, Regimes and Refugees and their Multicultural Mess and Secular Scam. Ladies and gentlemen, hello, how are you doing today? I hope you're having a great, great day because um, it was a beautiful day outside over here and wherever you are, I hope you had a great day and we'll have a great day coming up. So today we're going to talk about something I've talked about before, but we'll put it all together in one sentence. It's called the currents that form your waves. You've heard me say this many, many times. What are the currents that form our waves? Why do I say it all the time? And this is in the acts of the Ram Navni violence, okay, in, in hindsight. So um, we are all made, we go back to the cosmos, and the cosmos started with a big bang. We know that the big bang was not um, um, was not the beginning. It was the end of the previous cosmos, uh, where there was nebulae all over space. This nebulae then finally gravitated together to form Mars. That Mars was the sun, and thus our sun was created. The sun is an electromagnetic creator, and that electromagnetic creator um, has, you know, uh, uh, creates electromagnetic energy. It's like a nuclear reactor. The sun is like a nuclear reactor and creating electromagnetic energy. And this energy um, uh, is an energy field like frequencies. Can you see a frequency? It, it has it has uh, dipoles on all both sides. So like this, uh, the sun creates dipoles, uh, frequencies, and that's what you call the rings of the sun. Well, frequencies have two dipoles, but uh, the sun is 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 the center of this, and and this. I'm gonna I'm gonna retract a little bit. Okay, I do apologize. Uh, the sun is the center. Okay, at the re uh, of the reactor. This is the reactor that's causing creating the electromagnetic energy, and the energy then moves around in cycles in circles. Okay, that circle, th those that energy field is what we call space. It's a gravitational field. Okay, uh, gravitational means uh, phys physical and metaphysical. Physical is the particles of dust that you don't see, and it's, it travels in space. The energy field is the space. Um, that gravitational fo force is called electromagnetism, electromagnetic energy. Um, um, electric is made of negative, positive, and, um, and negative, sorry, and magnetic, so electric. Uh, electric, that's negative, positive, and magnetic, okay, so the electromagnetic field, um, and that's why we call it a gravitational force. Now, over time, this force, um, you know, gravitated together, formed more uh, blocks of mass, and we've got our planets, and this, these planets moved, uh, move in, this, in, in the rings of the sun, which are the frequencies, um, and as it moves through the, through the orbits of the sun, um, it photosynthesized even further and formed atmosphere when it's in the perfect uh, distance from the sun to the uh, from the perfect distance to the sun uh, from the sun. Um, this gravitational force then photosynthesizes, and we've got atmosphere. We've got. Uh, a planet with oxygen, um, and we've got a planet with um, with life, and then that photosynthesis then further metamorphizes, metamorphizes uh, to form 
a species of life. The species of life are millions and millions of species of life out of which one of those species is us. But those, um, those species, th- that electromagnetic magnetic field which has photosynthesized over the billions and billions of years, okay, moves in uh is 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 the source of who we are is the ba- is the is the foundation of who we are so at at the core uh, we are an electromagnetic field atma and parmatma so what happens is we move in the same direction in the same way the electromagnetic field roams and the electromagnetic field moves in cycles in 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 uh, currents and waves. So if you want to know how our energy field works, that that has photosynthesized and metamorphosized to form the species of life that we are today, just go to the beach uh, and what you see, you see waves. The waves are controlled by the energy forces below the earth. Um, And those energy forces below the earth are the same energy forces that drive us because at our core, we are an electromagnetic field. And which in English, we say the spirit, our spirit. There's no spirit. It's a field. It's a gravitational field. Um, And it causes us to move. And we, our energy field moves in cycles, currents and waves. So it's our currents that form the waves. Okay. How long do these currents take to move? Are they like the currents of the ocean? No. We take our energy field, we, we're not in one energy field, we're in multiple energy fields at a time. And if you open your watch, for those who have, still have watches and the old-fashioned watches, remove the back of the watch and what do you see? You see rings going round and round and round. Well, guess what? Those rings um, are us. So we have multiple energy in rings at the same time, multiple energy fields, um, chakras at the same time. Um, Yes. And the most important one to us is the precession cycle, which is the earth takes 26,920 years to move around. Um, And because that is who we are, our energy field is six is is actually it takes the energy field of the earth has influence on us or we we are part of that energy field and we take our energy field takes 25,920 years to go one entire precession cycle okay that's 72 years for one degree 72 years one degree and you have uh, 25,360 degrees, 25,920. Obviously, we have smaller cycles. We have, uh, we have a cycle every day, cycle every bi-weekly cycle, every trimester. So we have, we have cycle within cycle within cycle. But we move in currents and waves, okay? It's our currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. So when we look at something, we're looking at history. What are we actually looking at? We're looking at those currents. What lies beneath us? Um, What are those currents? What are the history that makes us up? That's embedded in every packet of data in our DNA. So our DNA is made up of packets and packets and packets of data. What's in those packets? You have to open every packet. Every junction in life has to be an intellectual laboratory. You look at every single thing, 360 degrees. And when you look at the 360, 
60 degrees, you know exactly how you came to that degree, to that junction, whether you or everyone else at the junction. Very, very important. We all, un- we all understand history. We all understand currents and waves. We all understand that every junction we have to introspect, which is exactly uh, what we should do at forever. We are on an eternal journey of 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 currents and waves we the currents never stop the sun doesn't stop revolving the earth doesn't stop revolving on the sun and the and the planets don't stop revolving so it's a eternal journey sanatan dharma is your duty your duty to understand the metaphysical that makes you up and empower yourself with the knowledge that's embedded in that dna so we are we are simple dna for thousands and billions in uh, in years and we're we have billions of 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 cosmoses embedded in us and un- to understand that cosmos to understand the cosmos inside us we have to open every single junction and so when we look at something we don't look at something oh what did happen yesterday we're looking at thousands of years at a time because the currents never stop and if you don't offload the data that same data like like garbage in the beach it'll come back and it'll block and it'll clog and it won't go anywhere uh, so it's important it'll go back into the ocean and it'll come back with the next wave so it's important to remove that that's what you call introspection in scientific terms it's simple in uh, it's it's currents and waves what are your currents that form the waves and so in um to understand this we come back to the violence of Ram Navni, okay? And we look at the currents that form the waves of this uh, uh, communal violence of uh, Ram Navni, and it happens very often. Every year there's a toolkit. You have George Soros and the Muslim Brotherhood gang doing everything in its power to create tension and violence and then pretend that they are the victims of this violence. Every single day, every single year, the same thing. They are there for violence to create a divide and rule create a distraction create violence so that they can use the violence for their narrative that is what is happening my dear friends so let's understand the currents that form the waves okay so we have um ram navni celebrations where one um where in in different in different states and apparently they're going to some neighborhoods and the Islamic says they were provoked. Oh my! You're so, you're you're so uh, fickle that you have to be. Pro- you're provoked by small utterances. So you're provoked. They're provoked, and um, they start throwing stones. Okay, they start throwing stones. They start throwing stones, and then of course the 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 procession people in the procession they they. Um, they they turn around and start violence and then afterwards they stopped uh burning uh burning places down and burning and burning and burning um and then of course they burnt the library okay with some old books now everyone's up in arms all oh, they burnt all manuscripts things like that so let's start with the manuscripts okay i come from a family where my parents used to not even allow us, my father especially, not even allow us to even um, tear a piece of paper with, which is blank. And sometimes I'd paper around and I would, hanging around, I would just, just you know, uh, tear it up 
and I would tear it up and um, throw it out. And my father used to scream at me and scream at me. I'm like, what are you screaming at? Well, the paper is... um, you're throwing the paper out. I said, well, yes, there's nothing written on the paper. You are not supposed to tear anything up. And so the answer is, um, the, the answer was, you never know what another generation might come and understand of that writing if you don't accept it. But I would say, but it's, it's, it's empty paper. You still never tear anything. Because for my father, he's right. Violence is violence. Violence starts with that small little tearing of paper at your home. It goes to, it goes to verbal violence. It goes to physical violence. If you can stop, if you can start violating a small piece of paper and, and, and literature around the place, that concept of violence can get bigger, can get bigger, can get bigger, and that violence then blows up and goes to violence in your streets, and the violence in your streets goes to violence at your borders. So my father's concept was you never start violence even with small pieces of paper. You never tear anything Every single piece of literature is important. That was my father. And it also means that um, you never know what you can understand in one generation. Ten generations later, they might come in with some technology and understand it. So this is what we're all doing. We're decoding a lot of stuff that happened thousands of years ago. But we have the technology now. Can you imagine in 2,000 years? So we never tear anything up. We never burn um, we never burn any any manuscripts. We never do that. Uh, we we never burn. Uh, we never burn um, libraries or anything of such, because violence is violence. Stop the violence in your home, and you will stop the violence in your streets. Stop the violence at your streets, and you will stop the violence at your borders. That is important, um, and it is important even if you don't agree with books. Yes, you do not burn them, just keep them aside, and that's the end of the story. Um, And that is how you stop violence, my friends. You understand that you're having a conversation. You may not agree, you may agree to disagree, but you never use violence to negate someone else, okay? So that is what it is. Now, uh, we know uh, um, this is what the Organization of Islamic Cooperation says, okay? Okay. It says basically, um, sorry, the OIC Secretariat has followed followed with deep concern the acts of violence and vandalism targeting the Muslim community in several states in India during Ram Navami processions, including the burning of a madrasa and its library by an extremist Hindu mob in Bihar Sharif on the 31st of March. 2023. It is also alleged that such provocative acts of violence and vandalism are vivid manifestation of mounting Islamophobia and systemic targeting of Muslim community in India. The OIC General Secretariat calls upon the Indian, Indian authorities to take firm actions against the instigators and perpetrators of such act and ensure the safety and the security of the Muslim community in the country. Really, uh, I just wanted to throw up on this because they, as as his his statement is worth the garbage at the end of the toilet bowl. So let's start. Th- that's the reality of life. I just wanted to puke on it. Um, let's start with the Islamic um, arrival into India. 
every single uh, temple, every single temple that they came across, they burnt, they pilfered, and it hasn't stopped till today. Whether it's in Kashmir, whether it's in Bangladesh, whether it's in India, they burnt, they pilfered, they burnt every single manuscript. Time and time again, manuscript after manuscript. Disgusting uh, ideological colonial empire. Absolutely disgusting. And they're not the only ones, okay? Everyone in the world does that. So let's just not go individually, but we are talking about this particular um, this particular incident. So that's why we're talking about the Islamic invasions. But otherwise... Um, Every single empire, and in, in, from the Islamic empires to the Persians to the Jews to, I don't know about the Jews, but the Christians. Look, everyone has burnt burnt literature. Now, Islamic uh, literature, Islamic invasions have done only one thing. They burnt every time you see a temple with a dome at the, on top of it with a lotus leaf. That's not a sorry. Every time you see a dome. Uh, on a mosque with a lotus leaf, that is not a mosque. That is a temple, my dear friend. And every time you see that mosque, means a temple was there, the books were burnt, the manuscripts were burnt, and now it's a mosque. Okay, so my question to them is, 1,300 years of invasions and burning of manuscripts, of libraries, of towns, of universities, has the uh, has the uh, OIC secretary, the uh, organization of of Islamic uh, Council um, of this planet, have they apologized for the burning and the literature of of Indian manuscripts for thirteen hundred years? Have they even acknowledged it? Have they learned from it? Have they talked about it? Have they spread the information about it? Have they taken responsibility about it? No. Not only that, they forced their conversion in all the people who call themselves Muslim today. So the Muslims of today are ancestors, are descendants of the ancestors who they forced uh, an Islamic uh, um, ideology on. Okay, And these same people now are crying that someone else is doing the same thing to them? Well, it's your currents that form the waves. It's not the waves that form the currents. Why are you always in this, in this junction in life? Why are you always in a junction where there's fire, where there's turbulence, where there's violence? Why do you find yourself in the center of that action? Because you, you, for you, the earth is flat and you do not understand. And if you understand what currents and waves are, you will apply it to every single junction in your life. And the first thing you're going to say is, what can I learn? What did I learn from this? So as an ex-Christian whose ancestors come from Goa, my duty is to say, what happened in Goa? What happened with my Portuguese and Indian ancestors? What happened with my Portuguese ancestors if they were, if they, if they colonized? What happened to them before? How did they act out of India? Who were these Portuguese? Who were the Latin people? Who were the Roman Catholic groups? What did they do? What did they commit as crimes upon humanity? What is the plus they did, the minus, the plus, everything? Not just the negative, not just the positive. Every junction 
function I have to make into an intellectual laboratory and I have to learn. I can't change the past, but I can see why did they come? What was the mistakes the, 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 uh, the receiving party made? Why were they so weak? Why did they end up with violence? So that is how I change the future. That is how I take responsibility. I have to tell myself that the Roman Catholics of India were converted by force by and large, okay? Especially along the Western coast and especially in Goa. They were forced to convert. It is not a joke. It is not something I'm saying just for love and fresh air. It is something that is a fact. Now, if I continue praying, I said, oh, yes, oh, my God, it was bad. What can we do? It's the past. But if I continue praying to the church and using the church as a standard, in my mind, in my DNA is embedded the history of my journey, of my ancestors, which I inherit and inherit and inherit. So once I understand that, if I'm, if I keep reviving it, if I keep saying Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, our Father in heaven, I keep praying, come and save us, and He's so great, and the church is so great. I'm telling myself that everything in that's embedded in my, in my data, in my DNA, is okay. So that it's going to continue. That you're giving signals to your brain, and you're giving commands to your brain, and saying it's okay. The brain saying, okay, whatever's embedded, I'm going to continue. That means you're continuing and continuing and continuing. And when the currents form the waves, and that that uh, op, that. Um, Inquisition then happens to you. You're questioning it. Oh, how can you do this? I'm a minority. You use the minority tag, the victim tag, the persecuted tag, the provocative tag, the Islamophobic, the genophobic, the uh, all the all the phobic tags. But you will not take your responsibility that you are still doing exactly what your ancestors did three thousand years ago, or two thousand, or five hundred years ago. You're praying to the same people who raped your ancestors, it's going to continue. You're sending yourself, you're giving your brain commands. When you give your brain commands, it's going to continue because you're telling the brain, it's okay. What they did was okay. I don't mind. Even if I mind, it doesn't matter. I can't do anything. So I'm going to continue praying to the same God that, that invaded my land, raped my ancestors, so on and so forth. And I'm giving them commands. So why am I crying? Until I get off that plantation, until I tell myself, no, it was wrong, why it was wrong, what were the errors that were made, what was the history behind it, what was every single angle, uh, every single interpretation of that angle, whose history can I get, whose knowledge can I get, who can I have the debate with. Similarly, um, the Islamic groups in India came to the country, came to the land, and invaded it, uh, hacked it. Um, they they raped the women. They burned the temples. They burned the manuscripts. And yes, it is important to say that. And that's how those those mosques, those temples became the mosques of today. And their descendants are still praying there. They, they think that oh, because their mind doesn't understand. Because we're all a state of mind. You're telling the mind, yes, I'm praying. I'm praying to God. The brain doesn't understand. You're giving the brain commands. The brain uh, sees the same image, the same town, the same uh, uh, temple. And you're saying the same, basically the same things, the same commands, because the brain doesn't understand words. It understands uh, phonetics. 
And, you know, you're saying the same thing. And so the brain doesn't understand. He's going to let you continue. He's going to continue. And whatever happened to you in the past is going to continue and continue and continue until you wake up and say, no, that's not a mosque. That's a temple. And in those temples, they burnt the manuscripts of my ancestors. So tomorrow... You will take your responsibility. You will go and meet with a new generation of people around you, people who are also Hindu people who are, and say, look, this is the situation. I just want to make my peace. I acknowledge it and I'm making my peace. And I want to invite you to the, te- to the mosque. I want to invite you to the temple, to see the, the temple of our ancestors. And get off that plantation? Yes, you, you will change the status quo. But if you're, you're continuously provocating, you're, you're trying to say that, oh, you're a victim, you're a victim, oh my God, everyone's a victim. You're not going to change the status quo. It's going to happen again, and this time you're going to blame the Hindus. Because that is what Islamic ideology is. I am the truth, the way, the life, all the problems are the other side. Which is exactly what I talked about a little earlier, a couple of days earlier. Good versus evil. So the moment by virtue of, of taking the label, you say, oh, all the good is mine because I'm doing what, I'm, I'm reading the book, I'm repeating it by heart, I'm, I'm saying the prayers. And so automatically I'm good, automatically God is listening to me. But God doesn't listen to anyone because there is no God, there is no Allah. Okay, there, are, there is an electromagnetic field of constant currents and waves. It's your currents that, that forms the waves. You're glorifying the same rapist who raped your ancestors, who, who did harm to your ancestors to burn your literature. Today, when the new generation comes, they'll say, oh, you're giving them the command. Say, okay, come and do the same thing to me, and it's going to happen. Don't blame the other side at this point. Take your responsibility and you will get equal opportunity because we know very clearly that Islamophobia is a modern way of saying kufar. It's just that they can't say kufar. They say they say they say they say, um, they say um, Islamophobia. And this is where we've come to today. Um, I read in an article somewhere. I think it was Turning Point USA. And they say fake victims, and this was the tweet, fake victims are being created in the quest for more power because they know that your compassion is your weakness. If you criticize their agenda, they will immediately produce some poor tormented soul to parade in front of everyone in order to prove how mean you really are. My dear friends, this is a tweet on Turning Point USA. It's a conservative website. Now, I'm saying this for everyone. I'm saying this for everyone. It's not just one side to take their, their, their responsibility. It's for every single junction to take their responsibility. Everyone at that junction. Why did you, uh, why is this violence happening all the time? Because we, are, we have been violated in our minds. Our souls have been violated. Generation after generation after generation, we have been violated. There has been trauma and we've not healed from the trauma. So we have to pull ourselves back. We have to pull ourselves back. We have to take our responsibility, understand what every single junction did, how much violence was there, whether it was plus, minus, negative, positive, whether you're using the violence to for self-defense, but there is violence still. Why have we come to a junction in life where there's only violence? And like Krishna says in the Gita, it is incumbent upon you to understand that the... the your journey from the 
from the t- from this point to the time of creation sorry from creation to this point that means how did you evolve and come to this junction in life where you're standing right now over the four billion years once you know that you'll be able to offload at every junction you'll be able to learn at every junction what can i do different how can i heal how can i take my responsibility and how i can go forward so that is important we have not healed and because we have not healed we are facing this trauma again and again and again and it's not going anywhere we have to heal my friend my dear friends it is very very important but that will come when you take your responsibility you will create equal opportunity okay what happened in the past that we um that we came to so much of violence. What happened in the past that we let these invaders come onto the land and, and rape our ancestors, plunder, kill, murder? Why did they come? Because people from the inside are ta- allied with them. Okay, people from the inside allied with them and because they allied with them because they wanted power. So they want they use the violence, open the door, let the perpetrators come in um and guess what they rose finally rose to power and then slowly by slowly they started ethnically cleansing everyone and today those people who they forced upon their ideology on is what they call muslims today what they call christians today who they call minorities today these are relics of the empires who came and whose door was opened onto them by people on the inside for money and power. And we are doing exactly the same thing today. What do you think that Rahul Gandhi went to the UK to do? He went to ally with external agencies who he even called out in, in public saying he, he needed them to uh, interfere and in, intervene in Indian politics. That means he's giving them the green card to say, come in, I'm going to open the door for you. You create the violence, you pay the people, create the violence, create the divide and rule, create the division. And guess what? I will walk in and take over the land after that. I will rise to power by using this commotion, this violence. I will put myself, I will portray myself as the savior, like Jesus Christ, the savior. Uh, I will portray myself as the savior. And guess what? After that, you, you know, I will rise to power and I will give you your share of the mafia. You can go back to doing your mafia work as long as you give me your vote. And that is why uh, Rahul Gandhi was in the UK to gain access to and give the green card to foreign entities like George Soros um, and and uh, the Muslim Brotherhood, the green card to come into the country and just uh, and destroy it with communal violence. And he's going to do this every single time, every single junction. You, he's, they are going to do this. So you have to be more clever than that because it's the same currents that form the waves. Like, like some people, like some groups, some tribes, some kingdoms, uh, open the door to foreigners in, in, in the ancient world um, as it's done everywhere on the planet because we're cyclic. Um, people on the top want to go on, people on the ground, on the bottom of the cycle want to go on the top so they will open the door, they will form alliances with anyone and anyone to rise up. Once they're on the top, they, you know, someone else will, you know, then they'll rule, they'll, they'll do their garbage, they will 
hack their way to glory. They will uh, still be corrupt. That is why Pakistan is coming down exactly the same way. Guess what? When they don't understand that they're not going to be there forever, they're going to come down because we're cyclic, we're currents and waves. And when they come down and when they're on the top, someone else will do the same thing to them because it's the same currents and the same waves. And that's what you call currents and waves. It's our duty to understand that. It's our duty to be more intelligent. It's our duty to heal. It's our duty to rise above the status quo. The next time we know these goons, we know that these, these goons are causing these problems. We know that these jihadi goons are causing these problems. They are paid by George Soros. They are paid by the Muslim Brotherhood to cause violence. And then they blame you and say communal violence because they don't understand that it takes two people to fight. It takes two people to dance. You cannot say, oh, that one side provoked me and I'm a, I'm a victim. No, you're not a victim. You're doing as much as provocation. So one of the, I, one of the uh, statements made is that we were provoked because it's, it's Ramadan, it's Ramzan. So at this point, uh, we don't want, um, we do not want uh, processions in our neighborhood. Wait a minute here. You know, when we have to hear the azan five times a day, isn't that provocation? We're, we're sleeping. We have uh, religions. We have ideologies. Isn't that provocation? You're provocating someone else. Why are you problem, have a problem with someone else? Has it done the same thing to you? And it's just one day. It's not every single day. It's one day. Instead of five times a day, every single day. Why do you do that? Because you're being paid only to act as the slaves and the dirt of, of political parties right on the top of power mongers who don't care one bit about you. So they don't care one bit about the people below. They will use them, give them 500 rupees, 1,000 rupees, 2,000 rupees. Once they do that, then guess what? You know, they'll dump the people that they use and rise up to power and they'll, they'll sit in their big cars and so on and so forth, which is why this country, India, never went anywhere for, for 70 years during the UPA regime. Nothing. They acted like Shehzada, like Maharaj. I'm sitting there and people, things will just happen. I will give one speech here and I will give one speech there and the roads will form and the trains will run, which everything went into a mess. Which is why the same leftists are now writing, India is broken. But you can't break a country because it's a huge metaphysical field. You can't break the oceans. You can't break a wave. It's a huge cycle. It's an energy field. It doesn't move because you ask it to move. It's a continuous cycle. So it'll take its time and you can't break it. The earth's not flat. But there are liberals there writing books saying India's broken. What broke those uh, India? The same narcissism, the same corruption of people who rose up to power through violence in 1947. How did they rise up to power? They used again the Khilafat movement. They used the Khilafat movement as gorillas, as hoodlums, as, as goons, Islamic goons, and they pretended they were fighting for the caliphate, which this is what they thought. But the caliphate went down, they went down, and they have been using violence for thousands, they've been using violence for 70 years. 70 years they've been using violence. Uh, that's how they started their journey of power. And 70 years later, they're still at it. And they're blaming everyone else. Whoever's in the junction is also wrong, whichever side you come from. Because why do you find yourself in the junction again and again? 
You have to be smarter, and you'll be smarter only if you heal. You're not learning from the junctions prior to you. You know that so and so group is not going to do, uh, is is going to play the divide and rule. Is going to appease. It's going to you know, as we say, maskalagao all the time. Why are you still getting in its way? Why don't you be more cleverer and go f- and 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 use your intellect to be to to find a better route to to go down that road you want to go down. But no. We have to start this all the time, every single time. And so whoever gets involved in the cycle of violence in that junction, it's important to say that it, it, it dethrones all of us. It makes all of us sick. And yes, Ram Navni is important. Yes, having a procession is important. We all have the rights to do it because if one group has the right, every other group has the right, has, has the right too. But in this country of colonial hangovers, there are two groups that think that they only have the rights to do certain things, but everyone else does not. And so they give themselves the privilege of supremacy and everyone has to submit or run to their, to their, uh, to their uh, timings. But uh, it doesn't work that way, unfortunately, their clashes. But it is important for us to understand every single current that formed the waves, every single junction in life. It is important for us to apply that equation to every single junction and we will learn and be better and we will avoid the violence. We can be better than, we can heal and we can rise above the status quo and heal this country. It's not going to be tomorrow morning. It's going to take a very long time. There are going to be many, many more toolkits because they are so, they are, they've got, they've got currents. Okay. Their currents are violent as violent as as anything and that's why they are invaders they're not you know peace and love it's all about invasion occupation supremacy and submission but we can be better we can heal we don't have to harp on this all the time and and we can be more intelligent and celebrate Ram Navni going on from here Um, on that note I I hope that I've given you some information today I hope that um We've talked about a little bit about the concept, the equation of currents and waves, how we can apply it to every single junction, how we can learn and move on and f- and, and take that oath that, yes, we can be better, we can heal and we can rise up to well, the status quo to, to right from now. No opening the door anymore, no letting any, uh, no, no, not giving in one inch, but being more intelligent. So on that note, I thank you for your time. I wish you a great day and cheers, my friend.